listening to This Is Spinal Crab, the podcast about living well with a spinal cord injury. Remember, if you heard it on This Is Spinal Crap, it's probably not medically correct, so always check with your spinal unit or an appropriate medical professional. This Is Spinal Crap is sponsored by Colorplast, providing effective solutions for bladder and bowel management. Hi again, Spinal Crappers. Welcome back to another episode in our series in partnership with the Spinal Injuries Association. This is the sixth episode in this series and it is sponsored as always by Coloplast. You'll be getting used to hearing the voices now of myself, Ruth Early, and the lovely Grace Spence-Green. Hi, Gracie. Yes. Before we go further today, Grace, um, can I ask you about um, your recent feature in Cosmopolitan? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Your double sensation. I'd forgotten um, that they were doing that. I talked to the journalist months ago, so it was a nice little surprise to get that. Um, they they were nice, very nice to me. Took lots of nice photos, so can't complain. Very good. It's a really good article, so we'll have to put a link up on the socials. Um, I saw that your mum was proud of sharing it on Twitter. Oh, God, yeah, everything I do, she quotes <laughs> all, yeah, just something. <laughs> well, as she, as she should, I was very proud as your friend, so I can't imagine how proud your mum was. Um, great, we'll, we'll definitely put up links to that. Um, today, we are going to be talking about... Um, fear in a time of coronavirus and I know that a lot of our listeners have talked about anxiety or fear we're all experiencing a little bit of that at the moment and whether it's fear for loved ones our health and well-being or jobs or children or our society and it manifests itself in many different ways we're going to talk a little bit about that before we do before I introduce our lovely guests and we just say that anybody who is really having very uncontrollable or very severe responses or reactions to fear if you're having panic attacks any of those kind of things where you really need to seek medical advice please call 111 and if it's an emergency call 999 and um, don't go to gps or any at the moment um, unless you've been directed to by the appropriate services um, having said that though for most of us fear anxiety or stress is something that we can manage or relieve ourselves and that is what we're talking about today there's a lot of conversations about it at the moment. Grace, are you experiencing any fear, anxieties or anything at the moment? I think it, it's been building up, I think, slowly. I think the first two weeks of isolation, it was a bit like, oh, you know, this is new, you know, everything. But now it's starting to sink in that this is a long-term thing that's happening. We There's no really end in sight. Um, but I feel like having a spinal cord injury sort of prepares you for a level of dealing with fear and uncertainty because you this sudden thing happens to you and you don't know about what's going to happen with your recovery. There's no end date to you know anything. So I think in some ways I feel slightly more prepared than um, some people. That's interesting because I've actually noticed people getting one of the things that comes up an awful lot of people are saying the problem is not knowing when it's going to end. And I we, we often talk about when we had our injuries and our problem was everybody saying, I don't know, I don't know, not knowing what the outcome was going to be. So 
yeah, I do think that definitely prepares. We've talked about that a little bit before in previous shows as well. Um, today, we'd very much like to demedicalize it. Um, and we're going to talk about non-medical and alternative approaches to coping with fear or anxiety. And we have guests, of course. First up, we have Sandra Denda, who will be talking to us a little bit about um, her, her interpretation of the world and how we can make our lives a little bit better through that. Hiya, Sandra. Hi. Lovely to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, and Sandra, thank you so much, because I know that you came in very uh, last minute as a, as a replacement for somebody who unfortunately couldn't make it. So thank you so much for stepping in with, with very little knowledge about what we're actually doing here today. But we know it's going to be great to talk to you anyway. And I'm completely unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> That's OK. That makes that makes four of us. Well, <laughs> I'll speak for myself. <laughs> um, no, you'll be great. Um, I should say that myself and Sandra go back quite a long way. So that's how I knew that I was going to be able to give her a, a quick call. Um, Sandra, you have a very successful blog. You've written books and you are always trying to convince me to of all sorts of universal and spiritual truths and roles of angels and all sorts of things. So this is the perfect time now. Today we're, I'm an open book, so you can, you can teach me lots. Um, what do you mean? You didn't listen to me in the past. <laughs> I'll never listen to you, Sandra. <laughs> no, you'd be, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised what filtered in. <laughs> also today, we have uh, Matthew Lindley. Hi, Matthew. Matthew's a holistic therapist who's going to explain a little bit more to us about what all of that means and how we can use energy to help manage fears. Hi, Matthew. Hi there. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Good. Delighted to have you here. I'm looking forward to hearing a lot more about what you've got to say to us. Um, um, now, Matthew, you have a spinal cord injury yourself, is that right? That's right, yes. And can you tell us a little bit about your injury or what level it is or how long you've had it for? Right. I'm um, C5-6 incomplete. I broke my neck playing rugby in 1980 at the tender age of 25. So we're talking 40 years ago. Um, I, I was very fortunate where I had my accident, which happened in California. I was at university out there. And the care I received as soon as the accident happened meant that my paralysis wasn't too severe. So I'm more sort of hemiplegic and paralyzed primarily. I'm typical C5-6 on my right side, whereas I have full, I wasn't, the only paralysis I've got on my left side is, is sensory impairment. And that's allowed me to walk. It's allowed me to lead a fully independent life. I've worked. Um, so a lot of the issues that face people who, who need carers, personal assistance, that, that hasn't been my lifestyle. So I've had a fully active and still do have a fully active life. But obviously I'm, that life is affected you know, by the paralysis. You know, that, that is still part of me. So we're going to come in a minute to um, your background in terms of um, holistic therapy. But first of all, can we start off with Sandra? So Sandra, can you tell us a little bit about what got you into um 
alternative ways of thinking or how, how do you describe it? I don't even know. How That's to quite it interesting. Um, I don't actually know how I got into it or got interested. It seems that I was always a little bit different from my family. None of them had an interest in natural healing or um, the spiritual side or religious or you know, a little bit, I'm very much into intuition and psychic ability, um, psychology. Nobody in my family had any interest and I was the odd one out. So I don't know how I got this interest. I just had it. And I started investigating um, it around 25 years ago and reading up and having some experiences myself, which I couldn't explain which were more to do with intuition or having psychic experiences or telepathy or, you know, and I just naturally, without having to be convinced, believe in, in energy and in consciousness and, you know, spirituality and healing and angels. Um, yes. And I guess I was in personal need myself looking for answers and that's how it kind of evolved. And I got to feel very strongly about the subject. Amazing. Okay. And you developed that interest far beyond an interest, didn't you? Tell us about your writing. Yes, definitely. So I wrote a book um, and it's called Money, Intuition and the Law of Attraction. And I know initially when people hear the title, it's, it's all about, I'm going to tell people how to become a millionaire, but it's not at all. It's quite the opposite. actually. I feel like there's a lot of fear around money which is a perfect subject right now because there is a lot of fear around money, so many millions of people losing their jobs. Um, I had a nine-to-five job, which I actually lost um, before all of this started simply because my boss was retiring and I didn't want to relocate and I just decided to take a risk just before the pandemic happened. But I think that... um, Money is such a big subject and it can install so much fear in anybody. I mean, we think about money as, um, oh, only poor people or people who don't have money um, experience fear. But that's not true. So many mega rich people or millionaires or billionaires experience fear. You know, some people are just simply good with money and others are not. You know, I wanted to investigate why is that and what can we do about it? That's really interesting. Um, and I obviously have your book sitting on my on my bookshelf. Uh, thank you very much. Um, but tell me a little bit then, you're talking about fear there. So if you at the moment, ha- if I called you um, over WhatsApp chat and said to you, okay, Sandra, I'm feeling really afraid at the moment. This COVID-19 is, you know, I'm really worried about my family, I'm really worried about my health or uh, like if we take it away from money, well, I realize money is obviously something that that is causing a lot of anxiety at the moment. In terms of health and and, and family and the really important things, the things that are, are, in my opinion, much more important than money, although there may be people with different opinions to that, what coping mechanisms would you recommend to them or what avenues would you suggest that they go down to manage that fear? I think number one reason is because we get so fearful is because people feel helpless. And as it's been mentioned before, there seems to be no end in sight. But I think once we look at it, you know, number one, we have to look at is the fear justified? Where does it come from? You know, am I scared because there's something that 
negative or hurtful that happened in the past or is it because of the pandemic how bad is it really what can i do personally being stuck home and how can i support myself um you know or or help advise other people mm -hmm. and i think um i've just written a blog about this actually um mentioning the coronavirus and what we can do ourselves to support our system because it does seem that the people that are with the more severe symptoms are the ones with a weaker immune system or who have already had uh, underlying health issues and there's someone I want to mention who I'm a massive fan of. Um, he's called um, medical medium Anthony William, who has a very specific gift himself. And he has hundreds and hundreds of free, free amazing blogs out on the Internet. So if you just Google medical medium Anthony William, he actually talks about how we can heal our body, cleanse our system, strengthen our immune system with nothing but day-to-day -day natural food, like our apples, bananas, and salads, and carrots, and potatoes, and nothing special or no crazy expensive superfood. And it's highly, highly interesting. And I have been trying to follow his system for long periods of times, and I can't even tell you how amazing it is. And not a lot of people know about it. And that's the first thing, if you're worried about your health, that you can do. Cleanse your body, take away all the health worries, strengthen your immune system, you know, lots of vitamin C and, you know, basic day-to-day -day stuff. But taking away all of the toxic items that we, you know, love so much and that, um, gets us addicted a little bit. So basically what you're saying is stop drinking, stop drinking coffee, stop putting sugar in your gob. <laughs> Mainly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's fine trying to find a fine balance between the two. I mean, you know me, when I, like, when I have a drink, I like to have a drink and nothing can stop me. But at the same time, in the meantime, I give my body, I strengthen my immune system and I give my body strengths and you know i do all of the right things and of course i think the mind has a lot to do with it luckily i've always been naturally quite positive so i don't tend to panic in a crisis um you know it's all about taking the anxiety away and thinking clearly again and just you know we all have to learn all of us together to trust blindly right now that at the end of the day there is something very big behind it and there's a very big lesson to learn for all of us and I think hopefully for the better that we will learn to look after each other more and become more caring and um, stop acting and living so selfishly. Brilliant. Well, I would just point out there um, that like, a lot of our listeners have spinal cord injuries. Um, so there will be cases, especially with people with the higher level injuries or um, people who have quite severe injuries where immune system is a really big problem. Um, and obviously that's not something that we can say is going to be fixed by diet, but it's something that they can help themselves with. Is that basically what we're looking at? Yes, I mean, it's all about supporting your immune system. You know, it does take time, but I believe in, in supporting. So the more you support your system, the stronger it will become. Sandra, you make a good point that there are little things we can do to um, help, especially with people with spinal cord injuries. There are some things as in uh, due to 
because we've got less uh, respiratory muscle function, there are going to be limitations. But um, I watched a video online that a doctor posted of this breathing exercise that you can do that just helps get uh, to the base of your lungs, basically. That was all it was doing. And he just um, – we'll post it on um, the Spinal Crap social media. But it's just this breathing exercise you could do kind of once a day just to keep strengthening – and to keep getting oxygen down to kind of the lower bases of your lungs. Little things like that are important. I'm so happy you just mentioned that. Uh, something I forgot to mention. There are so many things we don't think about. And breathing is one of them. We don't breathe properly. I've, I've read a book about it. And I was so amazed that actually by breathing properly and taking it all in right into the stomach, we are already exercising our body and our lungs. And that's strengthening, you know. The lungs also need to be worked properly, but we don't use them properly. And this is something I do naturally when I'm outside and next to trees. I try to breathe in and out very deeply, which is amazing for anxiety. Let everything go in your mind and just focus on the breathing and your heart and feeling good. Sandra, you are a big fan of the angels. How do they help people with fear? The problem that we have is that the human mind wants proof of everything, right? It's a bit like intuition or psychic ability. We all have it all the time, 24-7. Everyone has intuition. And it's the same with angels. Everyone has a guardian angel and the angels are around us. So are those who have passed away. But some of us feel that they're not communicating to us and, you know, or we can't hear them. That's not true. To communicate, we have to ask questions. You have to ask direct questions and wait for an answer. And sometimes the answer comes immediately. Sometimes it takes a few days. Sometimes, you know, it comes straight away. It's just trusting that something is around us to help us. But the problem is we don't listen properly or we don't hear. Or And if you feel like you don't, then ask them to be more direct and louder and clearer so that you can hear the message. But yes, I definitely believe angels are around us. So can we feel angels? Yes, some people feel it. Sometimes we feel like um, I seen sparkles in the air or I read a book and next to a a phrase there's a sparkle turning up here and there Um, some people see an energy Um, you can hear it in your mind or you feel like something has spoken to you and you don't know why but you know that's the truth and that's communication it's just not as visible as you and me sitting opposite. So if I were to come into you and say, because you talk a lot about it, intuition there, if I were to sit to try and argue the case that that, you know, hearing it in your mind and whatever is your own intuition rather than angels, what would you say to that? No, that's a very different thing. And that's also what I've written about in my book. I, I divide it into three voices in our mind. We have a rational voice. We have a shadow voice, which is all of our hurt and pain from the past, which is louder than any voice. And we have the intuitive voice. And with intuition, it's already been scientifically proven that we have intuition. Through research, they have proven that intuitive data is first received by the heart because we have an electromagnetic um, heart energy. Everyone has it. It's a fact. And 
this information is first received in the heart and then it goes straight to the mind. And that's why we always say, take the first thought that comes to your mind. It doesn't make sense. It's not reasonable. It doesn't make any sense. There's no reason behind it. But it is the first thought that comes to our mind. And once all of our other voices start talking, they try to crush what the intuition is trying to tell us. So if it's something that doesn't make sense, then the shadow mind will go, oh, don't be ridiculous. That's too crazy. Or no, it's not true. Or no, it's not going to happen. Or how can this be right? Or I have no proof. Or and that's mainly how we try and differentiate it. Anything that's like an outsider thought that's really quick, it doesn't make sense. Or it's more subtle than the shadow voice, for example. So, but it takes practice. Everyone has it, everyone has intuition, but it takes a lot of practice. Okay, great. So Sandra, if people are interested in learning a little bit more, um, where can they read your blog and where can they find your book? I have a website called sandradenda.com and that's where you can find uh, more out about my book or follow my blog or read the blog I've just written about the virus and the immune system. Fab, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and so, Matthew, then you have spoken to us a little bit about your past, your um, spinal cord injury experience. Um, I'm interested to learn a little bit about your experience with um, holistic therapies and how you ended up following this route. Okay. I, um, yeah, a little bit of background to where I started out. I, I was training, I, I studied chemistry that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a research chemist. Um, that's what I was doing when I broke my neck. I eventually I moved into software development. I eventually got a job um, in the pharmaceutical industry, and that's where my sort of career was. During that time, I um, I was all fatigued after a day's work. Fatigue, you know, I'd work no energy um, to do anything else, and I met somebody who was a complete Tatra, and I couldn't believe how an active life he led. So I asked him what he did. How did he do it? And he said, herbs. And so I went looking for a herbalist, and that sort of that was the door opening into sort of alternative therapies. And that sort of to look, went into homeopathy, uh, using reflexology, kinesiology, and it was all about well-being. Um, I was always exploring, trying different things, um, through the 90s into the 2000s and so again um, trying lots lots of different therapies just just to sort of sustain my lifestyle saying you know being positive be active and so on and I got the things that I practice now I've actually met the person who I thought and then as I was thinking how I sort of it was helping me so much I thought well why not let's become a therapist so then I could actually share that with other people with spinal cord injuries, say. So that's really, so it was over over a long time, over quite you know, many years, and I actually started training. And so I began to use for when, 1994, alternative complementary therapies. Um, and then um, it was in 2008, <laughs> um, 2008, that's when I actually first started training as a holistic therapist got into into to that field and I've, well in a way you as a therapist you actually never stop in my in my views you never stop you're always learning there's always something new to learn out there 
it's quite uh, like a, a 180, isn't it, coming from chemistry to holistic therapies. You believe in scientific fact, it's all got to be proven and everything, and to switch to holistic, uh, and you think some people just, they can't grasp it, how you can actually switch from being a traditional scientist to holistic therapies. Um, I mean, I got, um, if anybody's heard of kinesiology, it's also known as strength testing. The first time that was done to me, it was mind-blowing. The whole idea that, you know, you bring a substance into the sphere of your body, say hold it against your heart, and you can either use your leg or your arm, and you put your arm out, and, and it's either strong or weak. And it's also strong or weak by counting numbers. So if you want to take a, you know, obviously you're talking about taking herbs or um, homeopathy remedy, these sort of things, and you say, well, how many drops do you want or how many pills do you want? And you say one, two, three, and your arm can be weak on one but strong on two. And you can't control that. It just happens. And, and as a scientist, you think, what on earth's going on here? But it, that, you know, so, so you know, there's, 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 some, there's things out there that we don't understand. And in some things you just have to accept. And that's been part of my whole the process I've gone through over all these years. Gracie, as a woman of science, how do you respond to that? See, I think maybe before my injury, I was a lot more science-based. Um, still am, but I've, I've definitely become more open to alternative therapies because I've seen, as particularly for people with spinal cord injuries, I've seen them have to explore other therapies because just medical management just doesn't work for them in some form or another. Um, and so kind of exploring things like, yeah, CBD or uh, kinesiology or kind of other things that maybe I'm, I'm not sure if I believe in them myself, but if they, if they help people and they work for people and I mean, you know, that's great. <laughs> I think that's excellent. Like if, if they can help people, with their pain or um, the kind of their strength or just their general well-being, I think, you know, go for it. So, Matthew, when people come to you and talk about fear or anxiety, particularly at the moment, what, how, if I came to you and said, okay, right, I'm a total newbie to all of this, which I am. Um, I have no idea how to manage my fear. I'm really concerned about the state of the world at the moment, or I'm really concerned about the virus. I'm concerned for my family. I'm really afraid. I don't want to leave my house because I'm so worried about what might be out there. All of these different things that people are experiencing. I realize I've just given you a lot of examples there, but, you know, choose one. <laughs> and uh, what would you advise me to do? I haven't actually had a, a client come to me just per se like that in itself. Two of the therapies that I practice, that I offer, they're, they're self-help tools, they're self-healing tools. Um, uh, one is a visualization process, and one is using sound, um, using what tone, vibrational tones. The, the visualization process is known as the emerald alignment so it's a visualization process using the color green, emerald green. And this is a, a visualization process that can take between two and four minutes. Would you be able to do it with us? I'm very happy to do it at some point um, during the session. Um, so you can hear it yourself and all those who listen into the, 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 the podcast next week. But I, my personal experience is 
obviously that's what I can relate to because everybody responds differently. But for me, it's helped me enormously with stress and anxiety. It's helped me sleep. Uh, and what it does, just very without, I don't want to go into detail because I think we'll just, you know, this whole field of holistic therapies for some people, it's just mind blowing. Just trying to get your head around, you know. Um, Sandra said, you know, we are energetic beings. We have an aura, we have an electromagnetic field. The heart is the strongest um, part of us. It's proven there's a, um, organization in America, Institute of Heart Math, you know, the research has been done. Power of the heart, and as you say, how it links into that, has its own brain, so on, so on. Um, we actually have three brains, but we won't go into all that. So it's just what you're doing with this visualization. The, the key behind it is that the visualization, the thought is energy. Thought is energy. Our speech is energy. Everything about us is energy. So the visualization is you actually bring energy through your body. So it's what I use the term, it realigns the body and it strengthens our aura, our magnetic field. And in strengthening it, it actually stabilizes our emotions to our emotional response. So if we're anxious, we're stressed, it can help us reduce those emotions by the visualization process. Okay, okay. I'd love to try that. Would you, Grace? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Can we give it a go now? Would you like me to take you through it now? Because then we can also talk about it. You can, um, you can all respond and give me your feedback how, how you how you find it. Yeah, great. All right, let's let's start. Take you through the emerald alignment. So the first thing is to get yourself sitting comfortably. Um, you can do it standing, but just sit comfortably. Uh, what I would say, best thing is if you get yourself comfortable, close your eyes and just take a moment to be aware of yourself. Take a moment to be aware of your breathing. And as you, we mentioned earlier about deep breathing, filling the lungs. And I, as we breathe in, we exhale. And just take a moment to be aware of your thoughts and the feelings in your body. So just, I'll be quiet for a few seconds just to allow yourself to adjust, be aware of yourself, be aware of your feelings. Just just take a moment to be aware of any tension in your body, anywhere. And so just take a moment to do that. Now what you would like you to do is to become aware of the crown of your head and to bring breathing slowly down through your body, from your crown, through your head, down through your spine, Breathe out through your spine, up to your hips, to your pelvis. Breathe on down through your hips and your pelvis into your lower legs, to your lower body. If you're sensing any heaviness, just let it fall away. As you breathe on down through your legs, your thighs, your knees, your lower legs, your ankle, feet. And breathe out and away from your toes. And just let yourself relax. Just feel that tension flow away. And again, go to the crown of your head and breathe down to the top of your spine, across your shoulders, and down through your arms, to your elbows, to your wrists, and into the palms of your hands. And breathe out and away from your fingers and thumbs. And just pause to be aware of your body, just feeling lighter and more relaxed. Just take a moment to feel lighter and more relaxed. And again, 
go to the crown of your head and visualize a point above the crown of your head and see that point as a colored emerald green. And now draw, what I want you to do is draw that emerald green down through your head into your spine and breathe it down through your body. Bring the emerald green down from your crown, down through your body, along your spine, on down between your legs, right down to the base, through your legs, and down to between your heels and into the earth. And just take a moment to visualize a line of emerald light, emerald green light, flowing from your crown, through your body, down between your heels and into the earth. And just be aware of your body feeling straight and balanced on each side of that line of emerald light. And now again, back to the crown of your head. And this time, draw the emerald green light down from your crown to the top of your spine. And draw the emerald green light across your shoulders. Just take a moment to see a beam of emerald green light from shoulder to shoulder. And holding the shoulders straight and balanced. And now draw the emerald green light down through your arms, to your elbows, to your wrists, and into parts of your hands. And take a moment to be aware of your body, feeling lighter, calm, and relaxed. Now at arms, a distance of arm's length, draw a circle of blue light right around your body and visualize that circle as a clear, strong blue, blue outline, sealing and protecting all the positive energy within. Just so now seal the energy within your body. And as you breathe, now breathe back in, breathe slowly back into the center of your body and beware of a calm and peaceful feeling. And now when you're ready, move your fingers and toes if you can and open your eyes. How does that feel? I feel good, but I feel a slightly little bit lightheaded. <laughs> That's that, that will be the energy. I feel like I've just woken up again. <laughs> what were you saying? That was the lightheadedness is what? It's, it's the energy. There's a shift of energy in you. Oh, okay. How do you feel about that? Really good. The colour green is actually something I talk about in my book. I've um, A lot of people say relay pink or red to the heart, but the heart energy from a spiritual point of view terms is um actually green i think just taking a few minutes out and doing this yourself to stop thinking and to surround yourself in this amazing healing green does the whole body and every cell in the body a lot of good you know and this is something that we can do when we go shopping and we're waiting in a queue um, now, these days that we have to wait longer in queues and we get restless and, you know, nervous and anxious whether we might pick up the virus or not, we can actually do it there and then just for a few seconds, for a few minutes. And I think for people who do relaxation or meditation, then, Sandra, would like guided meditation, there are a lot of apps out there um, and would guided uh, exercises help a lot? Absolutely. I mean, for me, they don't work. They've never worked. Um, I I need to do my own way because I'm also quite energetic and just sitting still. I find sitting still in the chair difficult. You know, I need to be doing something. 
So I pre prefer um, going out and having a walk or cleaning or writing or working. But there's so many free apps and there are so many free videos on YouTube, for example, with amazing healing sounds, healing music. Um, I mean, anything, you know, just music or someone speaking or... I do, I do love and I'm a big fan. As listeners to the podcast will know, I'm a big fan of the app Calm. I just find it brilliant um, and and does exactly what it's supposed to do. It calms you. And there's like re guided relaxation and meditation in there, which I think would probably help people who are who are new to all of this. And um, Matthew, can I ask you? You mentioned you. Thank you for for doing that exercise with us. That was that was that was really interesting. You mentioned that you do exercises with color, but that you also do exercises with sound. Tell us about the sound exercises. Right. Yes. So, what, what, if I can just add, what it also support what Sandra was saying about the you know, alignment. It's something you can do any time. Um, it's very protective. It's very healing. Um, it's very quick. So I like saying, if you know, if you're in a queue of people, you know, and things are going around, you can you can do the element just to provide that protection. Um, it's great if you've been in an argument with somebody or you're going into a difficult meeting, um, but you can do it any time just to support you in the way, the way that Sandra was saying. So it's a very powerful tool. But if we go, yeah, moving on, it's a self-help tool. I teach people to do it. And uh, the same with toning. The tones link in with what we call the chakras. So for each chakra, I don't know what that chakra is. It's our energy centers, the major energy centers from our crown to the seven of them. So um, the tones, each tone is different. So the vibrational tones, um, basic, basically they break down the dense energy that's trapped in our body. So you have a tone for each linking with the different anatomical parts of our body. Um, again, it's a, self, it's a tool that I teach people so that empowers them. You know, the, our voices are very powerful tools. Um, you think, you know, you can also think of voices in positive speech, negative speech, uh, and what we can do, the, the powers of being positive, the consequence of being negative. So it's a self-ailing tool, which again is allows us to help heal ourselves. When there's, I mean, I use it, um, it, it helps me a lot with my spasm. Uh, I wake up at night, um, get a lot of spasm in my right side. Uh, so I can sit up and just go through, spend a few minutes doing, repeating the tones. It seems to shift the trapped energy to let my legs relax and I can get back to sleep. So again, working with people, everybody responds differently. So why it helps with people? Uh, because the thing underlying all our illnesses is emotions. And with emotions, you have trapped energy. So these are tools to help release that trapped energy. And in releasing the trapped energy, it releases, helps release the, the emotions. And by working with people one-to-one, Sandra -one, um, talked about intuition, about the power of intuition, listening to that, listening to the, first thought, the thoughts and what comes into us. You, as a, as a therapist, you support that person to understand them, to learn what's going on in our lives um, by gently supporting them, allowing them to look at what's behind and they perhaps find a way to release those emotions and actually help in their healing. Is there an exercise that we're able to do with that? 
Not really, because the um, I, I can give you an example of one because they are you have to actually with tones, you have to manage them with be quite careful. They are very powerful, so it's like anything you have to use them with respect and discernment. Um, I have worked with people with spinal cord injuries on tones, um, and you all start with the lower tones because they you basically want to be grounded, release. But as I think this is something anybody with a spinal injury can relate to, these lower tones are great at clearing up bowels. So you've got to be careful when you use them. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, we don't want to be going out and about and, you know, something go wrong. But I will actually, I will, I will make one tone, one sound for you, just to give you an example of a tone. And the tone I'm going to do is actually an O tone. So it's the, if you were actually looking really at the OH, O, and it's actually for your, your our, um, our solar plexus, sorry, sacral. And also the thing is with each of you, because it's linking sacral, it's, as I said, I'm to the word chakra, it has a color. So it's actually quite a complex. Because actually when you make these tones, you're also visualizing color. So there's, there's the vibration from the tone, which you're making, obviously from your throat, your larynx, um, which will resonate through your body, um, but you're also visualizing colors, so there's actually an energetic from the color as well. So it's quite complicated. Um, it may sound simple, or I'm just going to make a noise, but actually behind it all, it's very powerful. So what I'll do is I'll just make one, one give you an example of one tone, which is for your, our, uh, our sacral, and it's the O tone. Okay? So if I make this, if you hear this strange noise, this is, that's all it is. So it's, oh. So that tone is again the shape of your mouth, your visualization is focusing on your, your sacral chakra, and you're also visualizing the color orange. It's about releasing the trapped energies in that part of, of your body. So if in the morning, if somebody is doing their morning routine and struggling a little bit, if they got used to visualizing orange and making that tone, is that something that might help them? It's, well, it wouldn't be just that tone itself. There are, there are um, the lower tones, because we have three lower chakras, what's called the base the sacral and the solar plexus. The heart is your middle one, and then you have three upper chakras. So in, it's all about, always about being grounded. So the, the, there are four tones associated with what I teach, four lower tones. So the three, the not so, necessarily so much the tone with the solar plexus, but certainly your base tones, because they're basically you're relaxing all those muscles and those parts of the body, and it can help. We're all different, so we can't. I can't give you specific example. Definitely, yes, it's going to definitely help. I do know an example of people I've worked with. What's happened with them? Okay. So what I'm saying is just it can. I'm not going to say to it definitely, because I personally think diet is just as important. It is a huge part of actually for us managing our bowels. Is, is diet is just as important. Um, in our routines and so on. So it's not like you can go and eat any rubbish and not, you know, drinking water, a lot of water is important as well. So, you know, if we just eat any old rubbish and don't drink and we're bummed up, tones aren't going to help you. Because also it's sensitive, you're not really actually interested in your body. 
you're not really treating yourself with respect. You just if you're filling yourself with junk, well, you're going to have to pay the consequences. That's that's my view anyway. So if you're wary of what you eat and you eat healthily and eat, eat you know eat well, take nutrition's um, supplements like vitamin C, zinc, these things. Take supplements. So if, if you're interested in your well-being and take care of yourself and look after yourself, in a sense, using talents will support you in that because you'll be in tune with that. You're you're interested in supporting yourself and well-being of yourself. Thank you so much. Um, I definitely learned a lot there. Did you, Grace? Yeah, no, I've, I learned tons. Thanks so much, guys. I didn't know about any of this, so that was brilliant. And I think there's probably, I mean, we've obviously just hit the tip of the iceberg here in a, in a short podcast episode. So um, we have you know, Sandra's website that you can go and look on for more um, thoughts from her, sandradanda.com. And how, Matthew, if people want to get holistic, want to get learn more about holistic therapies or they want to contact you, what, what do you advise? Um, at the moment, probably the easiest if I'm on um, Facebook, I'm a member of the SEI Owners Club, I would say this time, if you want to release my email or other information after, you know, that's always possible as well. Okay, so if somebody contacts us and asks us for your email, are you happy for us to give it? Yeah, because I'm happy. I said, I, you know, I'm a therapist. Um, I'm happy to work with people as a therapist to teach them these techniques. Um, you know, that's 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 what I do. Okay, great. That's what we'll do. Then. So anybody listening who would like to hear more from Matthew or contact him for um, some therapy, then just get in touch with us and we'll pass on the details. Um, and how do people get in touch with us, Gracie? So you can get in touch with us by uh, email at thisispinalcrap at gmail.com. We have a Facebook called uh, This Is Spinal Crap. Um, our Twitter is Spinal Crap TV. And our Instagram Crap TV. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've gone to a whole new level of Spider Craft yeah, that we haven't discussed. We're gonna have a TV show next. I meant to say at Spinal Crap Show and on Instagram at this is Spinal Crap. Okay, so everywhere you look, just look for this is Spinal Crap, and if the little blue logo comes up, that's us, right? <laughs> Cool. Um, and also, everybody remember to check out uh, Cosmopolitan's website because you got Grace on there. <laughs> so, Sandra, Matthew, thank you so much for taking part in the show. Um, we always uh, finish off these shows. As I said, we are doing this series in partnership with the Spinal Injuries Association. So for anybody with a spinal injury who is currently looking for a little bit more information or advice about coronavirus and spinal cord injury, um, please do go onto their website, which is spinal.co.uk. They've got brilliant resources on there, brilliant information um, and a lot of FAQs. But if you're still not finding what you look for, they do have a special advice line that you can call. And that's 0800 980 where they have their outreach team and support nurses and everything available there to help you out with whatever you need. Uh, thanks, as always, to Coloplast, our wonderful sponsors who've been with us from day one, who we love. Thank you uh, for looking after us and for not caring when we say we're going to 
come up with mad and different topics for our podcast. And don't forget that Backup have their uh, the Backup Lounge, 3 p.m. every Friday. And you have to pre-register for that. So have a look on their Facebook page or any of their social media outlets for the email to get in contact with them. And also then, guys, this Thursday's cafe, that is the 23rd of April. Um, our cafe is a continuation of the discussion and about holistic therapies. And if you're interested or have any ideas to share or would like to learn a little bit more, please do come along on Thursday at 3 o'clock. It's the usual Zoom link. And if you don't have that, just have a look on any of our socials. And we look forward to seeing you there. But until next time, this is Final Craft. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to This Is Spinal Crap. And thank you to our sponsors, Coloplast. If you like this week's show, please be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media. 